All right, so uh, the article that uh, came out yesterday that people were talking about, and these, I'm telling you guys, these stories are never, are, are never going to end. These stories are never going to end. And with these, um, these, these 15,000 uh, emails that were discovered, again, I watched CNN say, well, well, in all fairness, some of those emails, some of those emails were, were duplicates. Well, okay. 15,000 weren't duplicates, okay? 15,000 were not duplicates. All right. 15,000 emails were discovered that were work related that Hillary Clinton did not hand over to the State Department. When she said she handed over, okay, when she said she handed over all work related emails. It was a lie. And when CNN goes, well, some of those emails were uh, duplicates. It's not fair to say 15,000. Okay. 5,000 were duplicate. Okay. And, and I'm being generous. I'm being real generous. 5,000 were duplicates. 10, how about this? 10,000 were duplicates. I'll be even more generous. I'll, I'll give the ultimate reach around, okay? Ultimate reach around. 10,000. 10,000 were duplicates. That means 5,000 emails that had to do with work, that had to do would business were not turned over. I mean, this is a slow and steady drip. It's going to continue. And Democrats and CNN and MSNBC and George Stephanopoulos and, oh God, the list is so long and it's, it's just too long. They could spin this as much as they want. But the fact of the matter is, she said, I handed over all work-related emails. And that's not true. It's not true. It's not true. And when you look at some of these emails that are getting discovered and getting uh, printed, you understand that they were purposely, they were purposely withheld. She purposely withheld some of these emails. Well, 15,000. She purposely withheld emails that have Huma Abedin 
taking private jets to Arkansas, to Washington. I mean, when you uh, listen, you watch the 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 you you, you rather it's CNN, MS, the whole list. You go on the Daily Beast. You go uh, to the BuzzFeed. I mean, the Daily Beast has got this this girl. This what well, she calls herself a reporter. She's just, just you know your your typical douchey millennial that uh, got a degree in journalism. Lived with her mommy and daddy up to six months ago. This Olivia Nunzio, I, I think that's how you say Nunzia something. Hire her entire career, her entire job, everything that is her being is based on going after Trump. She doesn't write about anything else. All she writes about is Trump. Rather, it's commingling. Uh, uh, buying his own books, uh, uh, something that happened in his hotel 30 years ago. I've never seen her once put the effort uh, into uh, dissecting Hillary Clinton. I mean, you want to talk about co-mingling? You want to talk about uh, using this fund for that fund and What's technically allowed? What, what's what's technically illegal? What's what's ethically challenged? You got Huma Abedin working for Hillary Clinton. She she's working for the State Department. She's taking private jet flights from donors who are connected to the Clinton Foundation. And when you read all of this and say, "Well, is that?" legal you get well yeah but you know this shouldn't have been commingled what well man donald trump gets attacked every day every day i i read an article i remember three months ago i read an article where uh they were dissecting the amount of gas uh, his workers were uh, putting down as what they used. Like so, so, so what I mean is, they were dissecting in the uh, filings. You know, you gotta file the paperwork every month, or I don't know, every quarter, whatever the hell it is, of what was spent, what went to where, who got what, and they were dissecting. A, a a staffer in New Hampshire or a staffer in uh, Iowa, and the amount of miles that they put down that they drove as getting a reimbursement for gas, and the fact that the numbers were higher than normal, and this could be a way that the Trump campaign was paying uh, staffers or giving them bonuses uh, and getting around uh, different taxes. I mean, I'm reading this and I'm like, are you, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? You're, you're dissecting gas usage? Really? Really? You're dissecting gas usage? 
But Huma Abedin, Huma Abedin takes private jet flights. State Department, Clinton, God knows what she does for her. I mean, it's just, it's, it's, it's mind, it really is, it's mind-blowing. So these are the things that are in these emails. These are the things that are in these emails that nobody ever saw before. Now they're, you know, bubbling up to the surface like a festering, pussy, nasty lesion. The nasty, nasty lesion. Just nasty. So the AP go through all these emails. They go through all this paperwork. And they go, huh, more than half the people, more than half the people, that met with Hillary Clinton when she was in the State Department also gave money to the Clinton Foundation. More than half. The report says 85 out of the 154 people 85 out of 154 people. They all had private interests. Meaning they weren't part of the State Department. And that's how the Clinton camp tried to spin it. Oh, instead of cherry picking uh, these Meetings. Instead of cherry picking these emails, look at the big picture. Look at the uh, thousand plus meetings she had. Wait a minute, stupid. Hey, Robbie Mook, your your name is Robbie the Mook for a reason. You're a Mook. You're a moron. Why would we talk about uh, meetings with people inside the government? Why would we talk about meetings with? Uh, State Department officials or, or head, heads of state or dignitaries. Why? why? That's, that's not the point. She's supposed to be doing that. She's the Secretary of State. She's, she's supposed to be talking with those people. She's not supposed to be having all of these meetings with people that have nothing to do with our government. Everything to do with foreign governments and or private companies. And when I talk about foreign governments, I'm not talking about, oh, she's having a meeting with President Habas. No, it's, you know, uh, Huma Abedin's third cousin from the royal family of uh, Ishtar and this rich prince who gives money to Georgetown and gives money to Princeton. This guy, 
was having a meeting with Hillary Clinton or this professor. So, of course, no one's going to talk about these other meetings because she's supposed to have these other meetings. It's these meetings. And 85 out of the 154 people, 85 out of 150, I mean, that's, that, that's more than half, my friends. That's more than half. It's more than half. And out of the 85 people, okay, out of the 85 people, 40 donated more than $100,000 each, and 20 gave more than a million dollars for a combined total of $156 million. That's astonishing. That's astonishing. I mean, it's, it's, it's astonishing. It's absolutely astonishing. I mean, this is serious stuff. But instead, what is shocking, what is outrageous, is that Trump, 25 years ago, might have, might have, had a girl in a bikini, might have had a girl in a bikini, Walk in front of a bunch of people and say, isn't that a Trump girl? That! Oh, my God! That! Woo! That's that. Huh? Well, that's shocking. Or Trump, or Trump might have purchased copies of his own book. <gasps> oh, my God. Oh, my God, the humanity. No. And here you have someone who, who, who could very well be the president of the United States. Literally having a for sale sign right outside her door. She's got a for sale. Actually, she's got a for sale sign hanging around Huma Abedin's neck. Hundred and fifty-six. Hundred and fifty-six million dollars. You know how much money that is. You know how much money that is? Seriously. You know how much money that is? That is a massive, massive amount. That is a haul. That is a haul. This is all done while she sat as Secretary of State. And for some reason, this doesn't outrage people. This doesn't outrage people. 
It's almost like, well, it's expected. I mean, this is typical Clinton stuff. This, this, this is just great. I mean, man. I mean, it's just like Bill. It's just like Bill doing what Bill has always done. I mean, I know people cheat. Okay? I know people cheat. And I know people take uh, unnecessary risks. Yeah, sure. I get it. But, man, the the K-O's on you to go, hmm, you know, I know I'm the most powerful person in the world. And I know every action, I, I know everything I do is under a microscope. I, 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 I know every, just, I'm the president. I'm the president. You know what? It's exactly that reason that I can do whatever I want. So I'm going to have this girl come into the office, and I'm going to stick things in her vagina. I'm going to stick things in her vagina. I'm going to... I'm going to talk to her on the phone, talk dirty. I'm, I'm, I mean, guys, it's just, <laughs> you're like, it's the same thing. Here's Hillary Clinton going, you know, I know this looks shady. I know uh, I'm supposed to... Um, disclose uh, certain uh, donors. I know I'm supposed to uh, do a bunch of things. I, I, I know. I know I'm supposed to do that. But you know what? I literally could do whatever I want. I, I, I literally could do whatever I want. It's just... It, 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 it's, it's pretty incredible. So this story, I mean, it just lists and goes into detail who some of the people were. Uh, Mohammed Yunus, a, a Bangladeshi economist who won the 2006 Nobel Peace Prize for pioneering low-interest um, microcredit for poor business owners, met with Clinton three times. And talked with her by phone during a period when Bangladeshi government authorities investigated his oversight of a nonprofit bank and ultimately pressured him to resign uh, from the bank's uh, resign from the bank's board. Throughout the process, he pleaded for help in messages routed to Clinton, and she ordered aides to find ways to assist him. I mean, that's an example. Uh, I mean, there's, it, it, this AP story is very detailed. Very detailed. Uh, let's see. What other, what other little uh, uh, t- 
tidbits. I mean, it, it's it's just really detailed. Of course, uh, you know, people aren't going to uh, dive into this because uh, people <laughs> they have very low uh, attention uh, span. So it's like, eh, let's see. Uh, Estee Lauder, the executive. Uh, Fabricio Frida met with Clinton at the same time Wall Street, at, the, at a Wall Street event attended by Schwartzman. Later that month, Frida was on a list of attendees for a meeting between Clinton and a U.S.-China trade group. Uh, Estee Lauder has given between 100000 and a quarter million to the Clinton Foundation. Uh, the company made a commitment to uh, CGI in 2013 with four other organizations to help survivors of sexual slavery uh, in Cambodia. Uh, let's see. What other uh, tidbits? Uh, the Blackstone Group. Oh, that's Schwarzman. Uh, major Clinton Foundation donor. Uh, let's see. Uh, man, I, I, like I said, it's just so much, just so much stuff. And, and so many people that gave the Clintons tons and tons of money, just tons of money, who uh, were intertwined with Hillary Clinton. And her inner circle. I mean, it, it, it's, it's basically, uh, if you pay us, you give us tons of cash, if you give us tons of money, you can be our friend. And we will help you in any way we can. I mean, that, I mean that's, that's basically... <laughs> What all of this is Wild man Wild stuff And now I get when you do this After You get out of office I get that I I do I, I get that But Hillary Clinton A hundred percent knew that she was going to run for president in 2016. She knew. And see, the problem with all of this stuff, here's the problem with all this stuff. Because there's no smoking gun, per se. Because there's no Hard evidence where somebody says, I gave Hillary Clinton $100,000, and in turn, she said she will do this for me, and in turn, she did it. Everything's done with a wink and a nod. It's the same thing with running in 2016. You can't get inside 
Hillary Clinton's mind. There's no computer program. There's no uh, device to actually get the truth from the mind. So when you say, listen, you knew after 08 that you were going to run in 2016. You knew. So in turn, everything that you have done from 08 to 2016 has been all about give me all of this stuff, give me all of this cash, do all these things for me, and when I become president, it's payback time. That's why I'm going to have a server. That's why I'm going to keep all my communications private. But you can't prove that Hillary Clinton knew she was going to run in 2016. We all know. But you can't prove it. So if you say to her, well, you knew you were going to run. Why did you do all of this stuff then? You knew you were going to run. You shouldn't have been doing all of this stuff. Yes, former presidents do this stuff. But former presidents that are attached to spouses who are trying to to become president and then they're out there soliciting money via speeches and and different appearances and then Hillary Clinton will say yeah but I didn't know I was going to run what do you say to that you're lying okay yeah you could do that but where's that going to get you Where's that going to get you? I mean, you could, you, could, you could do that. That's why I say all of this stuff, all of this stuff, all of this stuff is shady. It's dirty. And if it wasn't, if it wasn't the government, if it wasn't Hillary Clinton, If somebody was doing this, they would be either convicted, they would either be fired, they would be investigated. And we've talked about this before. There's individuals who are in prison on circumstantial evidence. There's individuals who are in prison for murder or burglary, or or whatever. And it's all based on circumstantial evidence. Every day people go to prison. And they're convicted, not because there's a videotape, not even an eyewitness. But just the fact that the dots 
add up. And the average person with a moderate IQ, I'm not even talking about your hipster douchebag journalism millennial. You know, I'm not even talking about that. Just just me and then the average IQ, okay? Just me, the average IQ guy. Someone like me would look at all of this Hillary Clinton stuff and go, oh, guilty. If it wasn't Hillary Clinton, if it wasn't politics, if it wasn't the government, if this was just your average dude, your average woman involved in all of this stuff, and I'm in a jury box, and they present all this evidence, and they say, all right, do you, do you, do you think there was corruption? Do you think there was pay-for-play? Do you think... Well, yeah, of course. Duh. But because it's Hillary Clinton, because it's politics, because it's the government, because it's Democrats, because it's the media, everybody goes, well, there's no smoking gun. No smoking gun? There's no smoke. There's there's, there's not real evidence. Real. Well, you, you need to have, well, you, you really don't. You don't need a videotape. You don't need a videotape. You, you don't need a murder weapon. Sorry, you, you don't. I know in this instance, we do. It's just like, like I, <laughs> Hillary didn't know she was going to run. Really? Really? You're you're being honest. It's like when somebody said, "How could the the debates? How could they be rigged against Donald Trump when the debates were set long before Donald Trump was the nominee?" Okay, time out. Stupid. The debates were rigged to give Hillary Clinton the advantage, regardless. Of who she was running against. The debates were done this way to give her an advantage because they always knew Hillary Clinton was going to be the nominee. They always knew. Always knew. That's why there wasn't a field like there was in 08. In 08, it was technically supposed to be Hillary. But then Obama was like, I'm going to run. But with that being said, look how big that field was. You you, You had a huge field. This time around, what'd you have? You had nothing because it was Hillary's. It was set up for Hillary. So is there a smoking gun? Is there a, is there a memo somewhere where Hillary goes, 100% I knew I was going to run, but I did everything I did 
with the foundations and the server. I did all of that stuff because I knew I had to get money. I knew I had to repay favors. I knew my communication must be private because I couldn't have people uh, see that. Of course, none of that, you know, (laughs) of course, that could be a smoking gun. And all this stuff is just going to keep coming. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Think about the power you have as the president of the United States. Think about, seriously, think about the power you have as the president of the United States. Okay? Now, let's talk about Hillary Clinton and all the things that she has done. And she's not even the president of the United States. She's a senator. She's secretary of state. She's a first lady. She's the first lady of Arkansas. All of the stuff that she's done wasn't being the most powerful woman in the world. Imagine, imagine, imagine the things that are going to go down if Hillary Clinton is the President of the United States, Bill Clinton running around the White House, Kuma Abedin running around the White House, Carlos Danger, a.k.a. the Mongoose running around the White House. going to be one scandal after another it's going to be just one scandal after another more and more things will drip out there'll probably be an October surprise but not in October it'll be like in February she becomes president after inauguration There'll probably be this big bombshell, whether it's with her health or some type of smoking gun as it pertains to all this Clinton Foundation stuff. Guarantee you, if she becomes president, there will be that smoking gun. It's just not coming out now. Everybody's doing what they got to do to protect her. Everybody's doing what they got to do to protect her. 